feel like I feel like a lot of people, men, assholes, get to say what they want to say and disguise it as comedy. Mm. Okay. When everybody's trying to be Charlemagne, there's only one Charlemagne. Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that soul. Embrace it, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? As usual, say hi. You so soon. We haven't talked in forever. I know, right? Your fault this time. You're right. I, I ain't going. <laughs> uh, we talked about that too. I was like, I'm quick to block. I'm mm-hmm. blocking. I see. <laughs> and I'm, I can't have the energy. So how have you been? Good, good. Working, uh, well, yeah, working personally and with this podcast, like just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, po- all positive stuff. It's all labor of love, but like building this network and stuff out and taking it to the next level is busy as hell. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. What you doing? You gonna be a mobile soon? So. That's the plan. That's the goal, hopefully. <laughs> Remember us little people. You so silly. Whatever. You doing big things. I try. Yeah. I try. Can you see me? Is this good? I know my lighting's always you horrible. Good. I you need good. to bring lights. All you this good. chocolateness. Exactly. People love it, though. But no, I mean, what about you? Like, Talking Greasy is doing great, right? Because it seems like y'all have a lot going on. Uh-oh. You made that face. No, it is. It's okay. going great. It okay. is. Y'all. I don't know how long, but <laughs> we'll see. You said what? Okay. Uh, it's going good. I just don't know how long. I hope it lasts for a while, but I don't know. Man, it's like I got a freaking bad luck charm with podcasts. <laughs> you silly. I'm serious. What's but, going on? Um, I mean, y'all, it seems like, like a lot of the Texas podcasts are all kind of linking up together. Yeah, we That's are. Good. Like we That's had good. had a um a podcast meetup with um uh it was co hosted with uh Talking Greasy, Hear Ye Podcast, um It's Better This Way. Hear Ye's in Texas? I didn't know they were in Texas. Yeah. Okay. They in Dallas. Okay. And then um and then a shout out to my boy Hank. He actually flew down from uh Philly from uh, out of left field podcast. Okay. So he flew down from Philly and came. Um, but yeah, it was a good meetup. It was a good turnout. It was fun. Uh, Tana from a uh, from a uh, here he is. She said we had a good black ass time. It That's was a good, good time. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, we recording a lot. We're getting a lot of guests. You know, we've been collabing with a lot of other podcasts in the DFW area. A lot of guests we're trying to do more events. Well, we trying to do it. Yeah, my travel for the rest of 2019 is limited to. The team's live show and possibly a pod connection. Other than that, I'm done for traveling for 2019. But I may because I've done so I've been within within literally within like a three month span. I did DC, New York, um Oh, you did the Afros and Afros um, and Audio, yeah. I was a guest speaker yeah, there. That's right. Uh just did Atlanta, then Connecticut for the team, and then it would be Charlotte, like that's it. I, I yeah, you yeah. have been doing a lot. Yeah, so yeah, some travel miles. You got a buddy pass? Can I, come? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, oh, and then I got then I got St. Louis the end of this month because I have a uh, I'm a guest speaker at a conference there. So it's like, nah. Which one? What? What's there? It's uh in St. Louis. It's called Perfecting the Podcast. So that one's geared more towards people who are looking to get into podcasting 
and we're giving them information on like how to get started and equipment and stuff to do is it's uh put on by royalty management but it's it's a dope event that sounds cool yeah. that's good Right, you gonna link up with the homies? Of course. Oh, come on now. Of course, I got to one in <laughs> St. Louis. Um, that's family there. I gotta gotta hit scoop and Johnny, if not Johnny and Ralph, at least Johnny from Oversaturated because he he lives closer to where I usually have to stay at. So I I'll definitely see him as well. Where do you stay at when my, you go to St. My Louis? Mama house. Where does she stay at? In uh, can I say? In North can you County. say? In North County. What like Lucas and Hunt? Yeah. No. 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 Like um, like three sixty seven in Parker. Oh, okay. What you know about what you wait? What do you know about St. Louis? I told you my family's from St. Louis. Oh, I yeah, got family. You did tell me that. I forget about that. I got. I spend summers at the auntie's house and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> see, I get it. I that that explains a lot. You you got an East Side vibe to you, so I can understand that. <laughs> is that a good or bad thing? Oh, that's terrible. I it's like you, I just say because people don't say that's a good yeah, thing about East. No, no. Somebody says you got an East St. Louis vibe. That's all bad. No, I don't. I don't either. Shut up. <laughs> just because my black hand is strong, don't mean I have an East. <laughs> well, 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 well. Let's get into it. So this is your okay. your first time on this podcast. It's not our first time podcast together. So. Do a uh, icebreaker. This one's gonna be a little interesting though, because this one is you telling one embarrassing sexual. Oh no! Story. Shoot! It cut, it cut up. It cut out a little bit. Say it again. All right. So this uh, this icebreaker is you telling one embarrassing sexual okay. story. Like it dealt with me. Yes, with you. I'm, I was the one embarrassed. No, no, it could have been somebody else getting embarrassed. <laughs> it doesn't have to be necessarily you, but just an embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, embarrassing sex story. It's hard. I don't get embarrassed a lot. So it's, uh, uh, I fell off the bed once. Have a, I don't know if that's embarrassing or not. Like, uh, I, like I mid-stroke? Yeah, like I was trying to ride it. And <laughs> 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 I was trying to adjust my leg and my leg was too close to the edge of the bed. Uh, it just, I just, yeah, I fell, and then I broke the blind. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. And then I had to call my apartment complex and lie about how it broke. I was like, I don't even know what happened, man. I was like, these blinds, they cheap as hell. Shit. You should have like, just admitted to me. Should have been like, I was, I was, I was trying to do too much, and no. this is what happened. <laughs> no, because then they'd be like, no, nah, you got to pay for it. They like, I use fucking no. See, and that's uh, funny because like, and that was your place, so like, you couldn't even like leave in embarrassment. It was like, <laughs> and you know I'm a big girl, and he was small, and so he thought he was gonna try to catch me. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, just let it happen. Just let me, <laughs> just let it happen. Don't even try to catch me. Just let it happen, play. Just let it happen. Oh man, I, yeah, that was embarrassing. And I just got right back up. I said, I'm not, I'm not riding. Sorry, I mean, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> did you, did, so you finished though. Yeah, we finished. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I mean, we had to finish. I ain't get mine yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Kind of well, ladies right, and gentlemen, right. because I didn't introduce her either. That is April Danielle from the Talking Greasy podcast. Uh, wow. If they don't know you after that, like I feel like that that just uh we're all familiar at this point now. Oh gosh, very familiar. So, it's funny because like one of the first things uh like back when me and you first uh kind of get got to know each other and uh we were talking I was trying to motivate you to get back into podcasting. You said you wanted to be on this podcast. It didn't happen. Uh now you are. How does it feel? Okay. You know I'm kind of terrified a little bit. Why? I told you. I have some it's big shoes to fill. Yeah. Angel, that's my girl. Like yeah. she's the bomb. Like everybody loves her. She, you know, she's great. She always has good advice, good stories, all that. Like, I can't, like, I have a follow on that. You just got to be you. Guys, it has, it, you, you don't look at it as filling shoes. It's, you just got to be you. That's why you're here. I, I am. I'm going to be me. But uh, it's going to be fun, though. You know, me and you vibe, so. Absolutely. You know, you're not blocking me, but you know. 
That's what I'm saying. When we get along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So we're jumping right into it. So this uh, first topic is, uh, it's kind of an introspective one. So it's what role do men and women play in the insecurities of the other sex? And just kind of as a way to get our minds on the same page here, I put height for men or ass and breast for women. Mm-hmm. So like what what... I- what what do you think when you hear that? Um, insecurity. I feel like it it plays a lot. Okay. I really do. Uh, now I don't know. For men, well, I don't know. I'm not a man, but for height, for me as a woman, I don't feel like a height would be um the insecurity for me. Like, or it, it doesn't hinder me for a man. Like, I mean, because I guess I'm short, so anybody taller than me, I'm fine with. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, I guess I could see it as a man. But how? But for sexual sexuality purposes, what would height have to do with anything as a man? I mean, unless you got you a, a glamazon, you know, you got to climb up that tree, but still, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. What, okay, so I know you, so you're not that tall, but what if if somebody, you were approached by somebody who was shorter than you? Would that, would that at all be like, uh, I don't know, like. Mm. I mean, what the dick look like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that the really what? Is you said that's what it's all about. I mean, what? I don't care how tall you are. I mean, how how tall you in the bed? I mean, <laughs> I don't really care about. I don't know. I don't. I don't never really looked at height. I guess because I am shorter, but I can see a lot. Hear, heard a lot of men say that. Um, for women, yeah, body issues definitely play a part. I um, I've gotten more comfortable in my body though. Like I, I used to be. You know, you know, you want to keep the shirt on, type girl. I don't give. I walk around butt ass, fat ass, naked now. I don't really care. <laughs> you gonna, <laughs> you gonna see. I mean, you met me fat. You knew I was fat when you talked to me. Exactly. So. I mean, I mean, so a lot of, but I could get it though. Like I, insecure because you don't feel like I used to say that to my um, ex a lot. Is that I didn't feel comfortable doing certain sexual things because I felt because uh, I was bigger that. It would, which we're gonna probably talk about a little later. But I felt because I was bigger that, um, you know, I just it, it made me insecure. So I didn't want to do certain things, or you know, I felt weird doing it, or I felt like I w- wasn't sexy enough, or whatever. Like I look like, I like I look like a fat ass whale doing this shit. Like what the fuck? Like why? Why am I got my ass up in the air like this? <laughs> like you know, so I just be thinking about that shit during sex and not enjoying sex, you know, because I'm thinking about how I look mm-hmm. and how he looking at me and I'm, you know, cause of course we're porn age. I watch porn, you know, and I'm like, that's when I watch BBW porn, she don't look like I look like when I got my ass in the air. So like, <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, it plays a part. It does. You can overthink it, think yourself out of being feeling sexy and out the mood and all that stuff. So now with that overthinking, is it, is it are you thinking more about like is it something that that person did to make you think it or are you th- are you in your own head thinking I wonder if he's looking at it like I'm thinking he's looking at it like it, it so what Yeah, it's nothing okay. he did. It's okay. all me. It's all me because like I said, one, you know, uh, from what I've learned over the years is men a lot of times don't care about your body. Like let's like say if they having sex with you more than likely they don't give a fuck what you looking like. They they obviously are they can get hard so obviously they turn around turned on <laughs> you know for some reason so they obviously like you it was just my own in my own head own insecurities I really never had anybody made me feel insecure it was always my own in my own head so what what how how did you get to the place of not worrying about it like what was the the catalyst for you just maturity or or was I it think so. okay it wasn't really no like a defining day like you know what today I just don't give a fat ass fuck and I'm just you know it wasn't one of those things um I mean I did lose some weight I started getting in shape and uh well not shape but working out you know eating better I just was doing I guess yeah maturity I was doing better um health wise I guess for myself you know stuff like that and then you do get older and then I, I would I would talk to like started getting comfortable. Well, I was always comfortable talking about, you know, sex and stuff, but I would talk to guys more and more and guy friends or, you know, stuff like that. And they just be like, we don't care. Like, we don't care as much as y'all think. Yes, you know, men are very 
physical, sexual, visual creatures. But again, if that man is talking to you or having sex with you, obviously he likes something. So, you know, there's, there's no need to feel insecure about it. Like, I, I've never had nobody get up and run out the room whenever I took my clothes off. So, you know, obviously it's, it's something they like. So it was just, yeah, over time. What role do you think that women play with other women's insecurities? Like, for example, like how people are like, she's the fat friend. Like, like, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's ever happened to you, but I'm just saying, like, do you think I that? that <laughs> but do you think <laughs> do you think that that women affect women, the other women's around them insecurity in that way? Um, it depends. I think it depends on the group of women you're around. Yeah, I, I could, I could, it could happen. I can see, like, if you, especially younger, like now, I think as a grown woman, no, mm-hmm. but I could definitely see, you know teenagers, adolescents, college, you know, that age around that area, being around certain women or certain friend groups or frenemies, as we like to say, can definitely affect how you feel about yourself, uh, physically, sexually. Um, cause I've had that. I've had, oh, I've seen, I've lost that. I said, I call myself a bad friend, but I've seen that where, um, I've actually heard a girl say she was plus size and she was darker that she would hang around skinny, light-skinned black girls because they got more attention. And so with her hanging out with the group, by default, she's going to get the attention that they got, you know, by default. So that's, that's what she said. That's yeah. weird. Like, I, yeah. I understand it, but it's just yeah. the fact that, like, what we will subject ourselves to for some attention is, is mm-hmm. sickening, really. Right, It is. Yeah. It is. It, but we need it. We need that validation. Well, you you don't need it, but we feel like we need it. You know, you want validation. You want everybody. I've always said this: as shallow as it is, we all want to feel desired in okay. some way. You Absolutely. know, from opposite sex. So you so you're gonna do what you need to do to feel desired. You're gonna do whether it's you know, you know, Instagram photos, hanging out with you know what you feel like are prettier girls or whatever. I think guys do it too. Like I always, I've heard dudes talk about you know, oh, I'm the ugly nigga. And so they hang around with who they think are, you know, considered attractive males to the females because they know they're going to get played by default, you know? Yeah. And, and so that, that kind of goes into our next question, too, is like, what do you feel as as a woman in, in this day and age, the the weight that we put on, the importance we put on the physical and like the character, the the, the person you are, how nice you are, all, all your positive qualities outside of your physical appearance kind of come secondary to that. How does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate it, one, because I know I'm dope, shit. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but I feel like it does play a part. Like I said, I know it, it, it's a little, I know everybody's not like that. I'm trying not to, you know, I don't have that generalization spirit. I know not every man's like that, not every woman's like that. You know, there's, there's the real ones, good ones out there. But again, you can't be naive to the fact that we are visual creatures. We're sexual creatures. We want to see what looks good. And what we like, what we think it looks good, but it does suck sometimes because, you know, you may not feel like you're as attractive as a certain uh, person that you may, you know, idolize or not idolize, but you know, that you think is attractive on your, you know, and, but you know that you're a good person, but you know that it doesn't get looked at until later because you don't have the, you know, the features, the, the looks first. Um, what they always say, what nice guys finish last, nice girls finish last too. It happened. Uh, <laughs> cause you know, you don't, you don't, you're not, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Well, I'm trying to no, say no, it. I got you. I got you. <laughs> have you, have you ever been in a situation to where you, um, accepted some bullshit that you shouldn't have because the person you were with or dating or talking to at the time was really attractive that you kind of overlooked some of the personality flaws? Fuck no, hell okay. no. I don't give a no, uh-uh. <laughs> not not me. And I, I don't give a shit. You can be fine as fuck. You can be fucking what's it? Uh, oh my Ray Lewis is that's my Ray Lewis. Uh, yes. What the? I don't think I've ever heard that before. Ray Lewis. Yes. You ask all my friends, my family. I've been in love with Ray Lewis since Miami. He murder charges. <laughs> Wow. He didn't do it, okay? I'm that girl in the background. That's my man. He didn't do it. He didn't tell <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah. I, 
Uh, I just that's my yeah, but I don't I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Ray Lewis. I'm no judgment. No judgment. I, mean, I have other. I have others. He's just been my main one for a very long time. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> well. <laughs> I know that was weird. <laughs> hey, Ray Lewis is weird. Why though? I'm just saying I've never heard it. I I don't know. Why though? But why? Like, cause you never heard it. You ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got you nothing. Speak, you I'm, I'm really caught off guard. Like that was the last thing I expected to hear. Ray Lewis, and I thought I knew you, Ray Lewis. Wow. Okay. Well. Oh uh, yeah. That's that's man's. Okay. Well, we're gonna go ahead and move right on to the next one. Okay. All right. So this one, uh, we're we're getting deep here. Um, so there's there's I think we've all seen the the rise in like the fetishizing of the plus size woman. It's always been around, but I think people are more comfortable, um talking about it publicly you see the bbw comments from men and women everything my question is what is the difference between fetishizing and just your preference and i felt like you would be a great one to answer this like when do you feel fetishized as a and you alluded to earlier as a as a uh i don't even know how to word it now bbw woman which I, you're not even that big, but none, nonetheless. Um, Boy, don't. <laughs> but Boy. when when does the border like what's what's the border between fetishizing and just your preference? I think okay, so I think there is a difference. Okay, I think there's a difference. Um, fetishizing or preference, I guess I'll start with that one. Preference, I feel like, is more of um, you for so like I don't know how to put it is a. Uh, so like say you I prefer I prefer to date black men, but I'm wouldn't be opposed to dating someone outside of my race. You know, it's like you're not ex- where a fetish is, you specifically only want to date a black man mm-hmm. for certain black because of his certain uh, stereotypes or uh, things that come with being a black man. Um, I don't want to make it race, but you know, like, I guess what we're talking about BBWs are uh, plus size. So like you, like a man, if a man would say, you know, I prefer plus size women because they're attracted to me, but I wouldn't be opposed to dating any other size woman. Whereas I feel fetishizing is where, oh, I only date BBWs. I like the the fatness. Or have you seen, I think I forgot the name of the show where the dude, he has two plus size women. They call them, uh, I forgot what they call him. Anyway, like he likes them. He wants them big on purpose. Like he like feeds them. Like he overfeeds them oh, to wow. make sure they stay. Yeah, I <laughs> forgot what show was on. And I meant to write it down and reference it for this, but I forgot to do it. Um, and he has two girls on p- top of that. Two plus size girls. They super size plus. So he went and he's of course a skinny dude. And so like he he that's his fetish. It's he's he wants big girls so he can feed them. So he can he likes the you know the the like the fantasy of a plus size girl. He likes the um the heaviness. He said he likes to feel the heaviness of them laying on top of him and feeling <laughs> okay. like he's suffocating. Oh wow. That's what he said. So yeah. <laughs> so I think that's more what a fetish is. It's like he, he's like, I won't date anything else, anyone else, no other type of women. It's only plus size women. But then on top of that, he does the the fetishizing actions with, you know, feeding them on purpose to keep them plus size, you know, and the certain stereotypes of being plus size. Oh, I like that they're, they're heavy. They feel fat on top of me and all stuff like that, where if he was a preference would be like, okay, yeah, I prefer big women, but if a skinny woman or whatever woman or race or whatever came along, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Okay. You know, I, I guess that's how I'd explain it or describe it. Okay. And um, yeah, I agree with that explanation. Um, okay. What do you, like, have you ever felt or dealt with being fetishized before? Uh, as a plus size woman? I don't know. I don't... No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want. I'm thinking now. I'm thinking back to some of my interactions, uh-huh. and I'm trying to decide or think: were they with me because I was? They liked me, or they just preferred plus size women, or was it a plus size fetish? 
Um, there might be a couple where I think it might have been a fetish. Okay. Like, um, like, cause you know, I, I always t- tell, like I, I say to you, like, I'm like, I know I, I'm aware, self-aware that I'm a big girl and I know that I'm bigger and all that stuff. But it's like, whenever you specifically tell me all, you know, like they like, like they want me to do certain stuff, like, Oh, do this or wear this or like, you know, they try to treat you like a doll. You know, mm-hmm. they want to prop you up and be, you know, your plus size doll. You know, I want you to, you know, like, that's when it starts getting w- weird. And like, you feel like it's, uh, maybe this is just his fetish. Like he wants big girls and them to look like this and do this. And, and it seems like he probably does this with every big girl or every, you know, that he's with. Whereas just like, you know, it feels genuine, like, oh, you know, I like you. I like you as a person. You just happen to be big, you know, a bigger girl. Like you don't, you know, that's that's where I feel like a difference comes in, especially sexually. Like, if you feel like you just trying to play with me like a doll, that's when it feels weird. Okay. And like, it's probably a fetish. And it's, I probably had a couple of those. You probably had a couple <laughs> of those. Like, that's yeah. that's just so I couldn't imagine being in a situation like that. Like to be like someone's plaything, quote unquote. Like that's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does get weird. But then again. Once you're in the mood and you're horny, you're just like, whatever. Fuck, you just go like, with it. <laughs> <laughs> but then you think later, like, that was kind of weird. Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, what? Why did he want me to eat mac and cheese while we fucking? You know? <laughs> Not that that's happening. You trying you try to kill me. Drink <laughs> some water. Where you water? Oh, man. It was uh, it wasn't shells and cheese though. Was it was at least homemade mac and cheese? I didn't happen in real life, Hayes. I'm just saying. Sure, <laughs> I don't believe that at this point. Like the fact you were that was uh, that was oddly specific. That was oddly yeah. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you know, because to be honest, I am on uh, full disclosure. I am on a fetish site. Uh, it's called. <laughs> What is it called? I forgot. I haven't been on there in a while. But there are groups, you know, specifically for men who like big women, plus size women. And, you know, and that's all they want, like our BBWs. Um, so they intentionally want to come after you just because you're, you know, you're bigger. Like that's the, it is, it's a fetish. It's in the fetish world, kink world, as they call it, um, being a BBW being plus size. And I mean, there's men that like it. Like, Oh yeah. I did have a guy like, I hate to say this. I really like him. And we still talk. <laughs> look at you getting ready for it. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> oh God. If he's watching this, I loved it. Still text me. <laughs> so if he watches this, so, <laughs> so like, um, he like lifted up my fat, like my fat roll and like lips. The whole underside. <laughs> 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 hey, why did you make me do this show? I'm just, hey, oh, uh, I mean, I appreciate Sorry. the openness. I'm just, I'm just a little caught off guard. I, I don't judge. No judgment. I mean, I mean, hey, how did it? he, he, his. His preference is BBWs, but it might borderline be fetish a little bit mm-hmm. because he was like he he was all about the fat. Like he was, you know, grabbing my belly. He was I was like, oh shit. Like I ain't no nigga ever grab my belly like this before. <laughs> he lift who lifts your fat roll then licks under your fat roll. He was like, I want all this. I was like, okay. So he ate the food uh, is what you saying. Yeah, the, he wanted the fupa, under the fupa, under the rolls, all of it. And, like, he specifically was, like, grabbing, like, the fat, fatty parts of me, like, during sexual, like, he, like, it turned him on to feel the fat. Yeah, I know. I live a very weird sex life, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> I, As yeah. I say these things out loud, like when but I'm the, doing this, it seems normal. <laughs> and then now that I say it out loud, I'm like, other people don't do this, huh? People don't. People just don't get their fat roll lit. So yeah, L- live your best life, sis. <laughs> live your best life. That's all you got. That's all I got. 
I, I literally have nothing else. Wow. Oh man, yeah. we are we are truly breaking new ground here. Oh, that's what's up though. That I is mean, what's up. Hey, it's a life as a big girl. Look, maybe that's why I should call my podcast when I get on. <laughs> this is what's happening in these Dallas streets out here. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, oh. Have you? I have a question for you then. Okay. Like, have you been around or met people who you feel like have fetishes for big girls? Oh, absolutely. There's this guy I used to work with. Um, his name was Darrell, Daryl. It was something like that. He had an apostrophe somewhere that just made it, his name not make sense. Um, <laughs> but Darrell, right? yeah, like it was weird. But like, legitimately, he, like you said, like he, he, uh, we worked at the stadium, and he, like, every girl in there who was plus size, he would be like, "Hey, you see that? You see her?" And then, like, he finally, he finally, like, started dating one, right? And I swear, every time he would, like, you know, how, like you hug your uh significant other from behind like i think women like mm-hmm. it. like you looking like he would it wouldn't be like that over the shoulder breast area back hug it'd be like wrapped around <laughs> and he like tucks his hands under the stomach so yeah definitely oh, under the, the, the fat the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so but do you think that was his preference or he had a fetish i think it was both because it can be both right yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like it could be both. Yeah, I think he definitely had a, pre- a preference for uh, bigger women, but then I think it was he had a fetish because you could tell like legit, like I I really because some of the some of the women he would point out were not lookers at all. Like it was literally just that they had gut. Like it, yeah, yeah. I remember one time yeah. we we were working a, a game and it was like this big white girl who like had like a midriff shirt on. And Lord, you would think that he saw a million dollars sitting out somewhere. He was oh like, God. "Hey, I got." It. He was like, "Look, <laughs> that shiny, that shiny pale belly got uh, <laughs> all that mayo." Tell- like, oh Lord, oh hell, that brings a whole new meaning to a pale rider. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Oh man, oh, that's yeah, deep. Darrell. Dar- Darrell A had a fetish, whatever his name is. That is definitely the true. That is definitely true. But yeah, but also I got a question. So why do you think all of a sudden plus size or BBWs are back in style? Well, the thing is, is or that okay, or it's okay to date a plus size girl and not feel some way about it? Social media, I think, like because for before people who felt that way or had that attraction or fetish, they were kind of felt like they were off to themselves, right? So now because mm-hmm. of, now because of social media, you can people from all over the world can get together and follow this page or, or post and talk about this together. And so because of that, I think that it's taken away some of the stigma and it's also made people realize quicker that, oh, I'm not weird. I'm not the only one. Like there's a whole page for people mm-hmm. who like seeing uh, BBW women. So like because of because mm-hmm. of social media, I think it's made it uh, made people feel like they can talk about it openly more but that mm-hmm. that's also made it go a little bit overboard because some people are just completely left with it on social media so i think i think social uh, media is is to blame for that what do you think you agree with that uh yeah and drake uh <laughs> yes that one line even though yeah. we've never seen him with the bbw woman but that one line Exactly, and so now all the plus size girls feel validated because Drake made a BBW line. Uh, I, yeah, I, probably so. Uh, social media. Also, I feel like people are more comfortable in their sexuality than they were. Like people are more True. open. It was more sex. A lot of times was very taboo. Still, like you know, it, you know, people. We know people were having sex. People were watching porn, and you know, people. You know, people were fucking. You know, but you don't really talk about it. Now we talk. We got a whole show about it. Yeah, we got. You know, so. People are like, okay, well, we're going to talk about it and be open about sex, and I'm going to be t- open about what I like. So, yeah, that too. Openness, um, the culture, just, you know, times, Shifting. the time, yeah. sign of the times, and social media, of course, that always plays into it, I think so, as well. And I think that as plus size me being one, plus size women, we've gotten more comfortable, <clears throat> you know? Mm-hmm. We was always here. We just felt like we, we just, you know, we could, you know, we always thought we probably was bad bitches, but we didn't nobody else see that we was bad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just finally, you know, like, you know, with the coming of more plus size models, I think it started with that too. That's, having yeah. plus size models. 
uh, so once the plus size models started being um, more open or being in the more of the forefront in society and media, I think more women started feeling okay about that, uh, you know, being plus size. And then of course, you know, and then it just, it just kept going, kept growing. And like, cause you know, it's like, it's nothing. Like I said, we always been here. It's always, it's all sides of people like there. So why just, why hide one part of you? What's what, one thing I've never seen though. And I'm sure that maybe it's just not in my circles. Is there like a bone skinny woman fetish? I've never seen it. I don't know if there's a if yeah, I don't know if it's a yeah. I guess it would be a fetish if plus size is being a, is a fetish. But I know guys who like don't like just like skinny girls. See, that's like, just odd. Black guy, like black guys, I know, and it's black black guys. Like they're just like, no, I don't like the ass, I don't like the titties. Give me a, a tall, slender thing. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's again, that's your preference. Sa- that's- save them for the rest of us. That's fine. <laughs> that is absolutely fine. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a fetish for everything, so. Well, I think mine is well documented, so we're not even going to talk about that. Toes. Oh, sorry. You said we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, literally, like, it's like I'm known Why for two. Everybody know that I'm, about I'm known for two things. Beard and that. Like, that's it. Like, that's. Beard and toes. Yeah. And wings. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that wings. too. Yeah. You, you got to have those. That's a love language. Like, we were, we weren't, we was, wings is, that is a love language. <laughs> um, I wasn't, I didn't get to go to the, uh, or see a lot of the live show from, uh, the one in DC. Oh. I heard you looking toes. No, I did not. No, I oh. did not. That is false. So, so pictures lie. That was a, that was one. It was, it was doctored. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> You know, they can do anything with computers nowadays. Oh, uh, that's what happened? Yeah, that's okay. I was framed. They're trying to attack my character and my person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to Trail no. from the team, by the way. But we're going <laughs> <laughs> to... Ain't no wrong with it. That's why I, say, I, I always say this. Whatever gets you off, whatever gets you hard, whatever make you wet, do it. Like, who cares? Like, you know, like, sex is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be nasty. It's supposed to be exactly. all that. And I think I think it's good that people are starting to realize and feel more comfortable in that because it's starting to take a lot of the the taboo stuff away and like that's a form of of uh, repression like like to to to, to <laughs> no seriously but to have to feel like something that that is in you something that you like you have to repress or hide like that, mm-hmm. that shit builds out and people get stressed so. Yeah. And they act out sometimes in bad ways. Like I said, as long as it's not hurting anybody, and as long as it's not illegal. I mean, unless, unless unless the other person wants to be hurt, because you know that is a thing too. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I like a good choke. So. Okay. You uh, that, <laughs> I think I know. I don't. Yeah, that. I know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. I mean, I mean, what? Look, hey, did nobody say anything about your toes? You gonna say okay about my being choked? I'm just, but, you know. <laughs> I'm just stop trying to stop people from just walking up and be like, "Hi, April." Ah! <laughs> oh no, that's when you get. That's when you gonna get throat punched. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> they know the time and the place. <laughs> well, we are moving into the last section uh, for this podcast. We have three listener questions we're gonna answer. These are all submitted by listeners. So the first one is. My boyfriend and I recently had a threesome for the first time, and I'm finding myself wanting the other guy more and more. I haven't reached out to him yet, but my question is, how do I explain to my boyfriend that I would like to have one-on-one sex with the guy from our threesome? <sighs> Child, this is what's wrong with threesomes. That's why I don't have them. Or have them. I've never had... I... <coughs> That's deep. To... You just asked. I mean, at this point, you know, already had a threesome. So, I mean, what, what, just add, like, you, he's, so, obviously, he was comfortable enough to have a two, uh, well, okay, first, first question, side, side note, do you consider it a threesome if it's two dudes and a girl? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? I said the same thing. I've talked to a couple, several guys, and they say it's not a threesome if it's two girls, it's just a train. No, that's, that, that's, uh, again, that's, that goes back to that stuff where it's like, for long as people have tried to vilify women wanting the same sexual desires as men, like it's okay for it's okay for a man to want uh, a threesome with two women, but the the moment that a woman wants the opposite, it's oh no, you're getting a train ran on you. 
Right, exactly. Now, right, you're trying to make it seem like she's the bad person or a victim or whatever. But uh, I feel like at this point, you've already had a threesome with another man. Uh, you just ask. But the thing is, is it gonna is it gonna continue though? Are you gonna want to keep wanting to have sex with this man? And then I feel like that if your man, your actual man boyfriend, is not cool with it, it's gonna cause a problem. Yeah, it's like it's like okay. So I, clearly, there's something in that experience where you keep wanting to go back. You're you're wanting to go back so much that you're willing to do it outside of the of the confines of the threesome. So it's like, mm-hmm. at the, at what point do you just realize or, or admit that you just want that dude? Right. Or if it's just sexual, why not ask your boyfriend to do whatever he did to please you the way he, you know? But. I think it's more of what you just said. I think she more wants the other guy. I, we don't know. I'm not. Sh- I'm just speculating. But it sounds like you want. You would probably prefer the other guy uh, over your boyfriend. Um, if not, if it's just sex, then okay. But also, I just see it being a problem down the line because you're gonna want to have more sex with him than with your own man, Clearly. and then your man gonna. Have he gonna have a problem with that. Of yeah, course. people gotta fight at that point. Somebody's yeah. gonna want to fight. Um, right. <laughs> and that's and that's dangerous. And I think this is why so many people are afraid of threesomes because it's like situations like this, and you. It's easy to say, "Oh no, it'll never be that." Until you get into it, and then you're sitting around like mm-hmm. her, like daydreaming about the other dude, and it's like, "All right, mm-hmm. you should have never opened Pandora's box." Yep, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm people think I'm weird because I've never had one. I don't have a desire to. Not at all. You don't want to have so, to cut a bitch? But, is that what it is? No, I actually, I would prefer to watch. I just don't want to, I, I'm just, in my, where I'm at sexually, I'm just very into dick. So I haven't been attracted to a woman enough where I want somebody's pussy in my face. Uh, so <laughs> if, if it was with another woman, I mean, I would prefer, but if my man, like, if he wanted to do it and we was very secure and had trust, you know, all that was there, I wouldn't mind watching him do it with another girl. I just wouldn't join in. I'd be okay with that. Wait, what? I would. I'd be okay with that. Like, I, cause uh, I think a lot of it with men, first of all, the first thing I always ask a man when they say they've had a threesome or want a threesome, do you really think that you can satisfy two women? Cause some of y'all can't satisfy one woman. So why do you feel like you can keep going and satisfy <laughs> two women? First of all, that's just my thing. Let them live. But, Let them live. Uh, I'm pretty sure one woman's leaving out there unsatisfied, but whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know y'all been in life, but if I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I just, like I said, I just haven't been attracted enough to another woman, and I know I don't know a lot of guys that would do um, two men and a woman. You know, most guys are like, hell no, I don't want another dick around me. So, would that would that raise concern to you if somebody would like if somebody said, oh no, I'm fine with it. At all, would you start side-eyeing him? Like, wait a second. If he was okay with having two another man? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh-uh. Because I... Let's go to another question. You, I was no. Like, no, no, go continue. Continue. <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't had a threesome. It's It's been close. And it was a, it was a two-guy girl situation. And I didn't feel like either one of them were suspect gay bisexual at all. They were both very manly, manly masculine. Uh, I just hoping both wanted to, you know, fuck me. Now, if he reached uh, out and touched the other one, that's yeah. That's when we. That's when it's a problem. Like, what, what, like, what oh, would no. be? What would be the? What? What's? <laughs> what happens at that point? Like, how do you proceed if you if you're in the midst of it, and then he reached out and touched? Then what do you do? I would hope that the other guy would be like, man, like, be like, let's shut it down. What if that didn't happen? What if everybody's kind of like, just go with the flow? Then I'm going to be like, uh, I'm, I, that's not what I'm with. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It'll be another one. It'll be another, it'll be another one of them situations where you think about it two days later, like, wait a second. That was a little weird. That was weird. (laughs) 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 Shit, I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like with the girl, she just need to go ahead and ask. But I just feel like it's just going to cause problems later. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. 
Fair enough. Well, yeah. ask. Uh, one thing we talk about a lot here is communication. Communicate, communicate, communicate. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this is why sometimes you just don't need to open that door. I okay, I'll leave mm-hmm. it at that. Uh, the next. Do you mind reading the next one? I don't think I have it. I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Ill prepared. Look, I've been. It's been a long day. I've been up all. Oh, shoot. I, no, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Just tell it to me, then I'll summarize it. I think I remember it. No, I don't. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the non. The non. The. I'm tongue tied. The non vanilla question. Oh yeah. When? What was it? When did you start? Exploring a non-vanilla sexual desires. Yes, there you go. Uh, the, the listener is asking, when did yes. we start or when did they start? We, us. You go first. <laughs> Let's learn more about Hayes. <coughs> I would honestly think it was, I had to be like 19. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And it was, I'm trying to think like what brought it about. Um, why, why are you thinking about that? I kind of have a, a pre-question. Okay. But what do you consider non-vanilla though? Basically anything regular than just regular smegula, I guess. Like missionary yeah. sex? Okay. Okay. Continue with when, what, what you were doing, what happened, all that. <sighs> yeah, I think, I think it was 19. Um, and it was uh, someone asked me to choke him. Oh, at nineteen? Yeah, and I was like, "What do you mean?" How old is she? Older. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like she's older. Yeah. Okay. And so it was like, and I was like, "Wait a second, what?" And it, uh, she moved my hand up, put it around her neck, was like, "Choke me." I was like, "All right." I like her. <laughs> so yeah. Did you like it, or how'd you feel? At the first, no. It was like, what the hell? But after that, after like the first 10 seconds, it was all good. Okay. And so then after that, then you was just down for whatever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, at that point, it was like, whatever. <laughs> okay. 1-800-CHOKE-THAT-HOE. You know what? No. <laughs> no. That's, no, I don't like that number. Uh, <laughs> for me, uh, I... I always say I sexually peaked late. Like, I think I'm in my sexual peakness now. So I don't know why I'm single. But anyway, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 22 with my, I was I was with one person for a very long time. Um, I feel like I was freaky then. Uh, to him, he probably would say no. But I feel like I was. But I'd probably say I don't know. I, I want to say I always have been, but I guess exploring. I've I was only with one sexual partner for a while. So when I started having other sexual partners, which was not too long ago, <laughs> uh, that's probably when. Ooh, that's I'm old though. So like it might have been like only like maybe a few years ago. Like wow. I just I always had I always had the desires, but I just wasn't doing it like so it was the catalyst um being single like okay. i said i was i was i was with a person for a very long time we did all sorts of stuff you know like i said um but then i was saying i've been single for a while after we broke up and then like after uh i was celibate for a while and then I decided to, I was really horny. So I wanted to get back into this. <laughs> and then I was, I was like, I want to do all the stuff that I never done before. You know, I want to explore more stuff that turns me on and just, I think, okay. I think this is what my, my thing was. It's like I said, I was very sexual with my one partner that I was with, you know, when I first started having sex um, and we had sex a lot and all that, but I think I was more in my head at the time. I thought I was going to be a wife which is so effed up, but I thought I had to be nice in bed. You know, like, I didn't, you know, like, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you, okay. Oh, you know, you know, marry, you don't, you don't marry a hoe, you don't make a hoe a housewife type mm-hmm. thing. So, even though we were together for a very long time, I've always felt like it was, like, I can't, I'll be this man's wife one day, I'm gonna have his children, like, 
he can't be looking at me like, you know, I've been, you know, he didn't flip me up in the air and, you know, I did a split on his dick and shit. Like, I can't. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was very, I was just very in that mindset, even though I was very sexual. Like, I've always been very sexual, even when I was a virgin, which was so weird. Cause like in college and stuff, when I wasn't fucking, my friends would come to me about sex and sex advice and I wasn't even fucking, but <laughs> I've always just been very open about sex and stuff like that. But then after, um, like I said, after we broke up and then I was single for a while, I was celibate for a while. Um, and then I decided I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, who cares? You know what? You know, I was like, I, like I said, I, sex is supposed to be feel good. It's supposed to be nasty. It's supposed to whatever turns you on, whatever your sexual desires are. I want to. I don't want to hold back. So I decided to stop holding back. And what was what was so, the first thing you did? Come on, give uh, it to us. Y'all have heard a lot of my stories on pod on talking greasy and stuff. Um, of course, I, I like being choked. I've learned that I like being choked. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was flashbacks. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, this is not necessarily something I like, but uh, I've <laughs> I've learned that you know uh, I've been with a few guys that like their ass played with. Uh, so that was so new because my so you're my, pecking, you know, is my, what you're saying. No, see, people always say that. No, like there's different <laughs> things you can do with the ass other than pegging. Okay, I, I'm I'm not familiar, so I'm just, I'm just okay. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, Texas Dallas niggas like the ass play with. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> so do Atlanta niggas apparently, well, but that's a different story. <laughs> well, we you know. But um, that was something new to me. Like, the first time I was asked, I was like, what? Like, you want me to do what? Like, no, you don't. Like, you just playing. Like, you just trying to test me. <clears throat> but they really wanted it done. And so, But then again, like, I had to be in that mindset of I'm being sexually open and free. Whatever gets you off. Hey, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to try it. So <laughs> that's been kind of weird that guys like that. And... I've had several that's like that. Uh, toes. Toes have never been a thing for me either. Like sexually, it doesn't turn me on, but I know as yourself, it turns <laughs> it turns other people on. Absolutely. Uh, uh, toes being sucked, ass being ate. Uh, I don't know. what. I've never had a threesome. I don't really have a desire to have a threesome. Um, but anything one-on-one, I'm down to try. So, <laughs> so now I say I my my. Now I've always been sexual, but within the last few years, I've probably been more sexual and more willing to try things than before. That's what's up. Well, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh last question, <laughs> last one for tonight. And this one is is simple. And this this was sent in, and uh, there's backstory to it, but we're not going to get into it. We're just going to ask the simple question: Is it ever is it ever okay for a woman to court a man, or should I allow it to be more traditional and wait for him to court me? Uh, these questions have been floating around social media a lot lately. And I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, yeah, because you see, like, the proposals and stuff now where women yeah. proposing to do, like... And then people have been doing, like, you know, should women shoot their shot and all that stuff. Like, y'all do it by just looking, though. Like, that's that's y'all version of it. It's seriously. I agree. That's one of the memes that I agree with. It's like y'all try to send it te- telepathically. <laughs> well, go ahead. Like, nigga, you, saw, you see me looking at you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that means I like you. I, I ain't gonna lie, I've done that. More out in public, though. Like, social media, I don't. But more out in public, I'll, I'll do. I've been told that I've... I know I, I hone in on somebody when I, I like them. I make them feel like they're the only person in the room, which I do. <laughs> but anyway, um, should you... Uh, I'm so conflicted with this because I am a traditional person as far as dating and stuff goes. Like I definitely feel like, you know, men should be, (sighs) 
they should be, I wouldn't say chase, but I mean, they should court you. They should court you. They should, um, you know, want to date you to take the one, take you out, you know, stuff like that. Like a man, man be a man, you know, but also on the other hand, I feel like why not shoot your shot as a woman? Like if you see something you like and you see he's maybe he's clueless. Maybe he does. I've heard a lot of guys say, I'd be so clueless. I would have never known you liked me or never known you thought I was cute or whatever, unless you said something. And so, um, I think it's just more, it's much more acceptable. Like as far as courting goes to me, courting means like you're doing a whole, the whole dating. Yeah. You're doing, you're like taking him out. You're paying for, you're like, you're being the man. That's what I feel like when you say court. Me too. That's, that's how I kind of look at it too. So as far as that goes, I say no. I would say let him do it. But as far as letting him know, if he doesn't already know that you're interested, shooting your shot, you know, maybe being the aggressor to start off with, I say go for it. I, I'm I'm all for that, but then once things progress or happen, or you know, if he says you know he's he says he's interested or whatever, let him take the lead. You know, I wouldn't like don't take no bullshit. Don't let him be inconsistent. You know, definitely make sure he knows that you're interested. You know, like it's okay to text him first. You know, shit like that. Some women say they don't. You know, stuff. Like, here's so many ridiculous stuff, but you know that's okay to do all that, but. I would say let him take the lead when it gets to that point, though, to the actual dating and all that. I agree with you 100% there, too. I think, like, some things are, I don't want to, like, box it in as traditional, but, like, some things are okay. just the way that it's it's supposed to be. And the whole idea of a woman, like, courting a man, as far as, like you said, paying for everything, like, going to pay, like, it's just something weird about that to me. And maybe that's just, yeah. maybe I shouldn't look at it that way, but it's just something that's just, like, me too. Like, like I really? hate to be that way yeah. because it is almost 2020, but it just seems weird, right? It doesn't seem like it should be the woman doing that. Yeah. But so I don't know. So you say should she shoot her shot though? Absolutely. Now that's something that I do. Okay. That that's equal opportunity. Like okay. I feel like because because a you can't expect people to pick up on on your vibe initially, especially if you don't know them. Like if it's if it's like an initial meeting thing, so like if it's something that that comes to your mind, do it. Don't hesitate. Don't hope that they're gonna do it because then if you never see them again, you just completely missed out on an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So like I think that you you do or you should if it comes to you and you're just like, hey, I really want to see what's up, do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, it all see nothing wrong once y'all do start dating or if it gets to that point, you know you know, you taking him out every once in a while and you paying for it or whatever, just surprising him, just like females do anyway. You know, females, you know, every once in a while, we'll be like, hey, baby, I'm going to take you out tonight. You know, something like that. But don't let it be a Or just say I ordered you wings. That's it. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's your flavor? I didn't I didn't look at the rest of the, the tweets today. Oh, man. It, dep- it honestly depends. Sometimes it's garlic parmesan. Sometimes it's the spiciest that they can get it. Um, I like the Asian. Asian zing. I like Asian. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, wing place? Uh, B Dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's what I like. You a wing stop? Yep. See, I like wing stop. Like, I have to be in the mood for wing stop, and if I do, like, I gotta get uh, their Cajun. I love wing stops, Cajun wings. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. But yeah, or order him wings, like like Hayes said, order some wings and let him take the lead. That's I know it sounds so anti-feminist but <laughs> let him let him take the lead that's it well yeah yeah and lo- wings are love language i stand by that um I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well that's it see it wasn't so bad it wasn't i have fun there you go y'all learned a lot about me <laughs> <laughs> well tell the people where they can find you and all that good stuff Okay, so this is April Danielle again. I'm on all social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Uh, it's A-P-R-Y-L-D-A-N-Y-E-L-L-E. Um, except on Facebook, it's just spelled normal, April Danielle. And then Talking Greasy, we can be found on all social media as well. And then as far as listening or watching Talking Greasy, we are on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google, Stitcher, um, and working on other platforms. But we're there. 
<laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, did you did you say YouTube? You're on YouTube too, right? Yeah, we're on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I want to thank you for filling in. I I appreciate you. This was fun. They learned a lot about you. <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. And we're out for tonight. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Wanna use my fame and lay with a model. Say my name, my name, my name till tomorrow. We can bang and ring and ring till tomorrow. Just a grain of main remains in the morning. Yeah. Finally got this gold chain. Got me feeling lash. Try the knuckle gold bang. Girl, I want the whole thing Cause I'm really selfish Hit me with the more vein Give me secret treasure She on work But she wind up She on work Crashing wind up Feet on work Cause she fly up Feet on work Second wind up Wanna use my fame and lay With a model Say my name, my name, my name Till tomorrow We can bang and bang and bang Till tomorrow just a grain of May remains in the morning Finally got this big chick, not a who's woman I stay with the low tech, gotta write your number Take a look at this bit in the young body Girl, I've been to that back if you lit on me Feel up, turn down, heal up, kick up Chill up, round, round, heal up, better go Chill up, turn down, heal up, chill up Fame and lay with a model Say my name and name